0: Women in the audience and men who love women in the audience, how do you categorize a fierce woman? What is a fierce woman? Hillary Clinton and Chelsea Clinton have thoughts.
1: Chelsea follows rap music. She has ever since she was a little girl. But I kind of came to awareness of you with the Cardi B WAP. I've always wanted to do a song with Cardi. As soon as she sent me the song, I think I sent it back to her like the next day. And it was just so exciting. The men, they seem so confident in what they're saying and they don't have no problem with talking about their sexuality and how they gonna have sex with you. So I was like, well, (laughs) I could do that and it's gonna sound fire coming from a woman. It's great to see women be so kind of fierce. That is my life's mission (laughs) to make sure that I'm always unapologetically me.
0: Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. Soda Weight Loss, our partners of the week at SodaWeightLoss.com. And if my voice is cracking, well, it's been a busy day. It's about four hours of podcasting with us. Also, I don't know how I am going to play this. I can't. Well... to even relate to this. Uh, it was brought to my attention, Matt Walsh posted on Twitter, a video of Hillary Clinton and Chelsea Clinton doing a TV show. And they're have, they are painting, uh, obnoxiously bad painting, incidentally, um, as in your kindergarten kid can paint just as well as Chelsea Clinton. And they're in a the backyard of a luxurious home they're having a conversation with a woman who apparently uh, creates raps or some such. And they get onto the topic of fierce women. And I'm so very curious as to how many women in the audience or men who love women. Um, that would be, I think all men at some point love a woman or love some women would concur with their estimation that this is how women uh, um, become fierce I also am very curious if there is anybody who actually believes actually believes that this is a this, this is a real thing, that what Hillary Clinton says here. now we know Hillary Clinton is a is a disgusting liar. And we know that she'll lie for any reason. And so I am assuming uh, that she's utterly lying here. But does anyone actually believe that Hillary Clinton is capable of having enthusiasm for what we're about to hear her claim she's having enthusiasm? What this says about the culture that the party is creating for women is so unbelievably vile and unbelievably sensical that it almost makes my head fall off the axis. Sensical and that they want to erase all boundaries, sexual, all of them must be erased and eradicated and remade in the image of people who see no limits on their desires. They should have everything and anything they desire at any time, despite who it might hurt. And that includes sexuality. This is coming from a party who is very famously now inserting male rapists in the female prisons, famously sexualizing children. Famously, all these things that we, there's almost no oxygen in the room to talk about other things because it's so urgent that we confront this. And to see a woman so craven, so worshipful of power and of herself, pretending, I have to believe Hillary's pretending to like this. Doing this for relevance? This is Hillary and Chelsea. Um, I just played this, but I'm, I'm actually putting off playing the song. And incidentally, I can't play the whole song. I, I, look, there's no FCC rules here because it's not an FCC controlled program. But I'm apologizing in advance for what you need to hear. I have never heard this. It's not a song. It's, it's a rap. It's not music and I can say that without any hint of racism, music contains a lot of things like chord structures and melody and harmony and rhythm. This contains rhythm. It contains, no, it doesn't contain chord structures. It contains some notes on loop. So here are Hillary and Chelsea virtue signaling to a black audience that we love black people. And, and by the way, speaking of speaking of not just women, but black people, This is an attempt to virtue signal to black people as well that, oh, we're with you. This is and this is how black people roll. Uh, can we just remember a time when there was the the vile attempt to make it appear that every black man was just this uh, loaded up can of desire to rape white women at any time and just just barely able to keep themselves from raping white women at, at any time of day? Does anyone remember that uh, when that was a, a form of racism? And by the way, I think it was the Democrat Party that was doing it then as well. That that, that black men just, they, they can't wait to go rape themselves from white women. And now it's this. the And it is very much the the soft bigotry of low expectations. That So I expand the request. Black people, black women. is this the fierceness that you see in yourself and that you you, you hope to become this, this sort of fierceness? And black men, is this the is this the black women you know? All right, I've stalled long enough. Chelsea and Hillary.
1: Chelsea follows rap music. She has ever since she was a little girl. But I kind of came to awareness of you with the Cardi B WAP. I've always wanted to do a song with Cardi. As soon as she sent me the song, I think I sent it back to her like the next day. And it was just so exciting. The men, they seem so confident in what they're saying, and they don't have no problem with talking about their sexuality and how they're going to have sex with you. So I was like, well, (laughs) I could do that, and it's going to sound fire coming from a woman. It's great to see women be so kind of fierce. That is my life's mission, (laughs) to make sure that I'm always unapologetically me.
0: Fierce this is like 20 seconds of the song and it is vile. It is profane. Um, it is demeaning. I, I, I believe it or not. I cut off what was the most, the de- meaning line I was able to get to. This is musical pornography. And Hey, I'm not here to say that, that male ra- rap artists don't do this. They do it. And they do it a lot. And I find it equally profane and equally vile and sometimes deeply violent. Does that mean women should turn around and do it? Is that the answer? Maybe the reason this disturbs me so much Hey, look, I'm not always been a saved man. You know, I talked last hour about an apology tour. I went on to speak to people I treated in an ungodly way. Now I don't believe I'm, I, in fact, I know I never abused a woman ever, ever. But yeah, I was a young guy untethered to, to the Lord and lived in fleshly desire. And I've got more apologizing to do. So maybe I'm being judgmental of a, of a young woman or of a young culture, but it's not the young woman I'm judging or dis, or asking for discernment. It's Hillary. It's Chelsea. They are both old enough to have made themselves available of the knowledge that this sort of behavior only begets disease and disorder and unhappiness, uh, that this sort of behavior cannot produce any good fruit. But they're also completely cut off from the Lord, as I see it. I don't think you can build the castle of deception that they have built and be connected to the Lord. I don't think you can, I, when there's, there's the thing about the storing up treasures on earth and versus treasures on heaven. I don't think you can have the Clinton foundation um, as your, um, as your source of all material goods and still be connected to the Lord because the Clinton foundation was a complete sham I don't think you can uh, gleefully run in the Jeffrey Epstein circles and be uh, obviously gleefully happy when Epstein is suicided. Sorry, uh, commit suicide. Certainly wasn't suicided. That wouldn't happen. Um, and then and not and not be demanding the diaries and not be demanding that Ghislaine Maxwell's black book be released. And Hillary's not demanding that because she doesn't want it out. I don't think you can have that sort of relationship with this earth and have any relationship to God. And is that how she gets away with this? Is that how she sits with her daughter? I mean, it's, it's bad enough to sit with a son who listens to garbage like this about uh, misogyny and the use of the uh, female body for your own pleasure and the belittlement um, and the calling of women hoes and, and, and far, far worse than that. And to sit with your son and, and celebrate that or listen to that or even pretend it's normal and not confront it. Truly, if Chelsea was 14 and Hillary came home and Chelsea was doing what is described in the song, or let me be more exact, was allowing a man to do to her, what this song describes this woman allowing a man to do to her, um, you think that maybe she would. (sighs) Wow, this is a rat's nest, guys. I can't seem to talk my way out of this one. This is a snake pit. And I gotta be really peripheral and careful here. There is a different morality in the ultra rich. We've talked about this. There is a different morality in DC and in Brussels. So maybe they would say this is good. I gotta have a palate cleanser in mind. (laughs) There is a song um, featuring the figurehead that can be a palate cleanser. All right, this is about 20 seconds. Uh, This song, I cut out the line where this person raps, spit in my mouth and look in my eye, my eyes, spit in my mouth and look in my eyes. Just a question for the women in the audience. Do you often sit there thinking, I wish a man would spit in my mouth? So I cut the song off. It's not a song, a rap before it got there. I, I and, this, and it was starting to get into, wow. Well, this is about 20 seconds of the song. If you are a young person, I beg you to not listen to this. You don't need it in your ears, although you've probably heard it. If you are not a young person, I apologize for the language. There is, quite literally no way for me to bleep this and for the song to mean anything the the rap there's no way for me to to bleep I'd bleep everything so it has f-words in it it has it's about 20 seconds and Hillary Clinton um just celebrated this
1: House, some in this house. I said I certified free house, Seven days a week Wet ass pussy Make there's that pullout get weak yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah Yeah, you fucking out. with some wet ass, ass pussy Bring your fucking in the mouth For this wet ass, ass
1: pussy Give me everything you got For this wet ass pussy Beat it up, nigga, catch a charge oh. It's your large and it's your heart Put this pussy right in your face. Uh. your
0: nose like a credit card. Hop on top, I wanna ride. I do a what is the size. Uh. In my ma-
1: <sighs> Chelsea follows rap music. She has ever since she was a little girl. But I kind of came to awareness of you with the Cardi B WAP. A- I've always wanted to do a song with Cardi. As soon as she sent me the song, I think I sent it back to her like the next day. And it was just so exciting. The men, they seem so confident in what they're saying and they don't have no problem with talking about their sexuality and how they gonna have sex with you. So I was like, well, (laughs) I could do that. And it's gonna sound fire coming from a woman. It's great to see women be so kind of fierce. (laughs) That is my (laughs) life's mission, (laughs) to make sure that I'm always unapologetically
0: me. Fierce, predatory, Sadomasochistic? Self-hating? So the biological differences, I guess they're real, but they have to be blurred. I do want to get to this palate cleanser, this... this (laughs) very funny take on Joe Biden and the pretense that he's not demented. But you know what this really gets me? It really gets me in anybody who pretends that the Democrats at any point cared about (laughs) war on women. Ever. Or who, to this day, stage events to claim that Hillary Clinton is a strong and independent woman. Strong and independent women don't go from feminism after the fashion of Hillary's feminism. And Hillary's feminism was that we're not to be used as sexual objects that we're not to be sexualized. And somehow now it is, I really admire your wet blank blank and how you wield your wet blank blank. And I, and my daughter thinks that's fierce. Something happens. I think when you are truly changed by God, particularly in the areas of sexuality. Because if you regard sexuality from a perspective of, well, we can't think in God's mind, he's far too huge for us. So we can't begin to inhabit his thoughts, but we can read his word. We can talk with with godly people. We can talk with people more mature in the faith than us. Uh, We can look at examples and we can not just read the word of God, but read commentary on it from people more learned than us. Uh, we can read the concordances. We can study what it meant at the time to whom it was written at the time. We can study what the, um, what, what, what God was attempting to show in, in a difference. You know, when, when God set the Jewish people apart, he told them, I need you to act differently. And the law was about, I need people to observe in you that this is a very, very different place and you're a different people, you don't burn kids and eat them. Um, you don't, you don't have temple prostitutes. You haven't taken the act of sexuality and, and turned it into a supposedly religious experience. Um, you do not, uh, you do not, as I say, use cannibalism. You don't have rampant orgies. You don't do that. And, and you don't abuse slaves. You don't beat them. Every seven years that there's Jubilee, if someone has been your servant every seven years, they're to be allowed to be now free and you are to provide for them on that date, on that seven-year date, that Jubilee, you're to provide for them so they need not want when they leave your home that they're well-provisioned. If they choose to stay and they say, no, I like serving the family. I like being basically your employee. I don't want to leave. Well, and at that point, you perform this ceremony ceremony where you take a, it's like a spear and put it through their earlobe into the, uh, the door frame outside uh, outside your front door, which is a way of saying, I'm now a bond servant. I choose to be here. I could have been free, but no, I choose to continue to, to, to be an employee of this family or a servant of this family said he wanted to set aside his people so that other people around them could say, Oh, look, they're different. Oh, look up there. They don't eat children. Look, they're not burning people at the stake. Look, they've got these jubilees. Look, they've got these rules for civility. Look, they have organized worship. Look, they've got rules about what happens if you steal or you accidentally kill or you purposely kill. They've got order. God set that up. So when the Hebrew people ran afoul of that, like when when Moses was receiving the Ten Commandments and down the hill... (laughs) The people went to Aaron and said, Moses has been gone a long time. Make us a golden calf. And they, okay, well, uh, give me your gold. I'll make a golden calf. And it refers to the people, I, I, I'm paraphrasing here, uh, but they danced and they, it, basically they partied. The subtext to that is they had an orgy uh, worshiping the golden calf. Like we're, We just watched what God did for us, but let's do this. And, of course, this is one of the times where God came with a rebuke. Hey, you know what? What you're going to do is you're going to burn that golden calf. You're going to take the gold down to flakes. You're going to put it in water. You're going to make them drink their stinking golden calf. Because God had said, that's it, Moses. You and me on the mountain. I'm going to strike everybody down. I'll make you a father of of many great nations. We'll start over at the very beginning. I'm going to kill all these people. And Moses went to God for mercy on behalf of his people. So why sexuality? Why is the party so utterly obsessed with sexuality? Why has someone as avaricious, as empty, as greedy, as, as self-defiled as Hillary Clinton gotten into the business of pretending to like a, a, a rap like WAP? Why are she and Chelsea promoting it? Well, there's the virtue signaling, but I think it's far worse than that. I think that they're really sucked into evil. So why sexuality? Why does Satan so focus on sexuality? Every Friday, um, usually, I mean, there's been an occasion here or there where we don't get to do it, but uh, nearly every Friday, we've had Zach Abraham on our program. Uh, He is the chief investment officer of Bulwark Capital Management. I just had the coolest thing happen this past week. I told you my friend Joel gave a speech. Uh, He is a retired Green Beret. I think he would confess to being pretty nervous. Uh, He blessed people in his bravery and his humility. And I was so very proud of the way he spoke. And I had the great honor of, of introducing him and, and introducing some thoughts from his wife, who's been my coach for two years and is a very godly woman. Um, they're such a great couple. I'm just so utterly thrilled at the marriage that, that God has given them to, to steward. And I got to sit with a friend of mine, a new friend of mine, Jim. I met him through Zach. <laughs> this is how our relationship has gone. Zach's a guest on this show. And the first time I met Jim, it's because Jim had become a client of Zach Abraham. And he, he approached me at church and said, hey, are you Todd? And we we became friends. And he attended this speech and sat at my table uh, along with a, a a number of listeners. Tori was there. It's, or pardon me, Tony was there. Tony's a massage therapist and runs her own business. And, and we got to visiting because of Zach. So there's a reason that we've become brothers and I. My brothers, Zach and I, there is the meeting through radio and through a common friend, but there's also this, I can't do what Zach does. My my brain bleeds, my eyes hurt, my brain hurts, my my soul shrinks if I spend time thinking about money. I can't do it. It's not the gift I was given by God. I'd far rather just park it, and let it grow, but that's not working. The 60-40 stock bond mix, she gone. The mobbed up environment, nothing makes sense. And, and what should be going up, like petroleum products and copper and lithium, isn't. What should not be going up is. Facebook, things like that, should not be going up. It defies physics. Eventually, it has to self-correct, but when? See, Zach, on the other hand, he lives that stuff. His team lives that stuff. They live in risk management. So Jim, who moved his portfolio over, he had recently retired. Other people have done that post-retirement and I think that's very important because you want it stewarded, but really I am talking to people. If you are right now, 10 years out from retirement, you're entering into the most risky financial environment in history, in my judgment. Bulwark Capital Management focuses on risk management. So the one of the reasons that Zach and I are brothers is because he looked at my COVID work and said, that's what we do. Todd's recognizing patterns. He's looking at pattern departures. He's employing this pattern recognition and departure recognition to develop this theory of what's actually going on. Oh, look, it turned out to be right. Zach's the first to tell you, he's not a soothsayer. He's not magic. He's not a magician. His firm monitors everything, everything is hedged. And to test that theory, like risk management, let me give you the the answer to the test. I asked Zach, should people put all their money with you? He said, no. We think they should put most of it with us, but absolutely not all of it, because what happens if I have a bad year? <sighs> the test of honesty there, it's self-contained, right in the statement. Call Forward Capital Management at 866-779-RISK. That's 866-779-RISK. Investment advice cannot be given without a client services agreement. Forward Capital Management is an investment advisor, representative of Trek Financial LLC, and SEC-registered investment advisor. Dang it! Music ran out before the little thing that the government makes us say. So why sexuality? Why does Satan work on that so much? Well, Satan is unable to create. He's unable to imagine. He's unable to invent. He can't love. Satan plays on pride. He plays on fear. He's a deceiver. And what he truly enjoys is mocking God's work. Truly enjoys that. And God is a God that is pro-freedom. He has given us bodies we can use as we decide. And he has given us biology to observe. You go around having sex with a lot of people, you're going to eventually end up with the disease, maybe more than one. You're going to end up with emotional disorder. You may end up with a bunch of kids that you now are emotionally, you better be weighted down on that you've done this to these children. Or maybe you're getting to be sociopathic. In a just world, you are financially paying for that and you should do that voluntarily. But if you spend a lot of time sleeping around, I don't know how voluntarily you're going to do that. You eventually get yourself to a point where it is very difficult for you to have a sustained relationship with someone, just one person, because you have been so now normalized into the thrill, the thrill, the thrill. Everybody can relate to the thrill of falling in love. Everybody can relate most adults to the, the thrill of the first kiss. I think most adults can relate to the thrill of the first sexual experience. And, hey, if you can have that over and over again, why would you ever go through the hard work? Why would you ever go through the hard work of, of keeping a marriage up? And marriages go through tough seasons. They go through really tough seasons. Hey, but dating doesn't need to go through any tough seasons. It doesn't need to go through any work. You don't need to make any sa- sacrifice. Oh. The Lord Jesus said that we are to love our wives as he loves the church. We should break that down a little bit. How much does the Lord love the church? So much that he gave his only son. To teach and this and to create disciples and then to be tortured and then to die and then to rise again. That's how much. That's a lot. Men are to be willing to effectively sacrifice their lives for their wives. It's sacrificial love. Why? Because God did it first. When he didn't destroy the Israelites, when they said, hey, Moses has been gone for three days. Give us a golden calf, Moses' brother Aaron, and let us have an orgy. He didn't destroy them. He gave in to mercy because Moses begged for it. So why sexuality? God created all things all by him, very all by his very self. And the Bible tells us that the spirit moved across the waters. That would be the Holy Spirit moving across the waters. God the Father created all things above and below, heaven and earth. The New Testament tells us that the in the beginning the word was with God and the word was God, that is Christ Jesus. Everything created for him. Again biblical. But all done by the Godhead all by themselves or himself 1 and 3 3 and 1 until until god said i made i made humankind in my image in my image i made them i made them man and woman man and woman i made them i will let them join together as one flesh the profundity of this in comparison to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, the Trinity, that a married couple becomes one flesh. Think of this. And then in that becoming of one flesh, there is the there is the actual act of coming together in sexual union. There is then the metaphysical creation of one flesh. And then God said, I will let them have the great pleasure of sexual union and it can result in the creation of life. They get to do with us what we did alone. It's the one time, the one time that we get to do something God-like, not not Christ-like. We are called to be like many Christs. We are called to let the Lord change us so that we're more Christ-like. That is behavior. That is to love without keeping lists of grievances. That is to not be angry or spiteful. That is to practice sacrificial love. But a creation act We didn't create the rocks and stones that became early houses. God did. We, we were given them to steward. We rearranged them. We don't create the life. Let's not, let's not get ahead of ourselves. But we get to have a moment of creation in concert with God that allows us to bring into existence One life where he brought into existence all lives. Where we get to put a soul in a body, he does it. We get to participate. A soul in a body. And what is the result? It's a human being. And what does Satan hate? Us. And so why wouldn't he take the sex act and twist it into this thing that Hillary Clinton here, an avaricious, greedy, duplicitous, deeply, deeply harmful, spiritually empty human being who is absolutely, in my judgments, my, and my sadness, and yes, I can pray for Hillary, absolutely beset by evil and living in this castle of, of, of grift that she's now brought her daughter in to extend the castle of grift and the legacy of grift. Why wouldn't they then participate in um, sexualizing children and sexualizing an entire generation of people using trash like this because it serves this end and it serves the end of the evil one who we talked about earlier this week does run this planet. It serves that end. And so I think this is the change. When I started to go on this apology tour, it wasn't because I hit somebody. No, God forbid. It wasn't because I cheated on somebody. I don't do that. I mean, candidly, all these women (laughs) broke up with me. It was because I didn't honor them as a fellow creation of God. It's because I was wholly involved in the flesh. Did I like them? Yes, absolutely. They like talking to them? I did, truly. (laughs) Were we marriage material? No. Did I know that? Yes. Yeah, I did. The difference is this. I felt compelled to deliver the apology because it wasn't just them. It was God. And I felt compelled because it's something God gave me and God has given you. And it's something that we can never get on our own. And it is, I think, why Satan is so all over sexuality. And yes, we will get to the, the Joe Biden palette cleanser. Which was, by the way, I should give credit where credit's due. It was in the Matt Walsh uh, Twitter stream. So this is another request, real quick one. This is one of those shows that I saw the Hillary thing come up. I watched the clip. I said, that's it. I need to talk about this. I grabbed the sound of Hillary. Um, I grabbed that unbelievably vile bit of pornography that some people call a song. And I grabbed what we're going to hear, the Joe Biden song. And I said, I have to address this. I don't know why. So I put the sounds into my Rodecaster Pro. That's what plays the sounds as I'm recording this. And I began talking with you. So once again, I'm going to ask you to critique this specific show. Because it's not talk radio. It's not radio formatted. It's completely off the cuff. There was no show prep to it. So I worry. And I want to help. I want to help you help me help you. Are shows like this helpful? And be honest with me. Do you feel browbeaten? Do you feel Bible thumped or accused or bored? Go to the todherman and simply leave us a message there. And you can call it the <laughs> WAP show. That'll help me keep track of the messages coming in. The, the WAP show, WAP. I'm really curious about your opinion and stuff like this. So, what was it that God gave me that I think really led to this change? The other day I went out uh, with a beloved family member and we were just talking through some of the challenges in our life. And, and, and obviously as human beings, we all deal with challenges. And so we were out and talking about the various challenges, um, you know, through which we've walked. Uh, And in that conversation, because of those challenges, because I choose not to live in darkness. And that is that I choose to bring things to the light uh, I brought to the light some of the challenges that we faced of late. And in that conversation, my loved one, who's someone who doesn't yet know the Lord, asked me a very simple question. She said, where is that in the Bible? And I got to tell her. Now, sadly, I didn't have the, the Bible verse, chapter and verse. I knew the book it was in. And I also saw her nod in agreement as I talked about one story. The Lord Jesus tells of the widow's might. Now I'll be perfectly clear. I get more out of that relationship than she does. I am a better person for meeting with her. She has been so helpful to me. I, I stood on her shoulders at times where I was otherwise falling apart. So I'm not here to say I'm the one providing something. Far from it. But I'm saying in that case that the suffering served this great purpose of sharing with my loved one why I hold the views I do and why I am disciplined in the way I think I'm disciplined. I consider that to be miraculous for the following reason. I didn't want that cross. I was thinking of ways to avoid that cross, that particular cross. And yet when I shared that particular cross with my loved one, it served for me, what would be the greatest purpose, which would be to bring her to the Lord. And that wasn't my intent. My intent was just to communicate. I'm not saying that that's going to bring her to the Lord. That's his job. We have our job. Mine is to share openly my faith and how it affects me and how it's changed me. Hers. Well, I mean, she's a loved one. We're interacting. I'm learning more from her than she is from me. Then there's God's job. That's been tossed out there. that has been thrown out. It's been made available. What does God choose to do? So in the apology tour, I was speaking as a man, Who has been treated so well by God Himself? Never lied to, nor abused, nor taken advantage of, or hated. Corrected? Yep. Disciplined? Mm hmm. Shown the error of my ways through example? Yeah never abused. So who was I to take what the Lord has said, this is not yours to take. Prior to marriage, this is not yours to take. And that was the big difference. Of all the things that Satan wants, it's to set us apart from God. And songs like WAP And their male counterparts to it, which are legion, they're not just acts of sexuality and adultery and and, and the perversion of the beautiful sexual union that God provides us within the realm of marriage. It's not just that. It's also theft. (laughs) Because God said, this is not yours to take. So in taking what I wanted and was taking advantage of from these young women, I was also taking from God. That's what I feel so bad for having done because we were both participants in it. The women I dated and myself, we both participated. We both stole from God. That's the difference. And I watch Hillary Clinton And I watch her encouraging her daughter to steal from God. And I just praise the Lord for showing us so very clearly that there is a time is coming and is in fact here now where the divorce between the people in the light and the people who just cannot stand the light is so very clear. I don't think I've ever seen it more clear of you. Now, there are people who can't see the light. (laughs) Sometimes it's evil. I think Joe Biden has been absolutely taken in and seduced by evil. Uh, I have very little compunction about saying that. Uh, The satanic speech, the hiring of the guy who appears to be a satanist, the pushing of atheism using our tax dollars, the attacking of Christianity, all of the things we've talked about on the show and wouldn't you know it that, 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 that Eva would choose a, a senile old man so that we can just have just a little bit of doubt that just maybe he's just so whacked in the noggin. Maybe he just just doesn't get this. The pumpkin is broken. So maybe he can't be blamed. Maybe he just gets that sort of incidental grace from us. Maybe. Or maybe not in my case someone put this together. I wish people would put their names on this. This is such good work. (laughs) Joe Biden trying to remember the name of his song and there is no profanity in this. It's just a great bit of digital craft work. What's the song that is played where everybody is on the chair? Everybody you know going to uh, my mind's going blank now what's happening? I can't remember Track. My mind's going blank now. What are you talking about? is going on here? Where the hell are you? My mind's going blank now. I can't remember. I don't know what hell was talking about. What am I doing here? My mind's going blank now. Where am I? I keep forgetting I'm president. Where am I? I have no idea. Last night the television, a television. I was on, on a telephone. Rapidly rising. Uh, with, uh, with, uh, I don't know. COVID has taken more than 100 years. HDI, I America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was in the foot in the season. <laughs> be cutting games of Kruz Cryptography. on, Joe. NATO's purpose is to defend against aggression. Let me, let me make unless that near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to. Anyway. <laughs> I'm. My mind's going blank now What's what, what I can't remember <laughs> My mind's going blank now What can you talk going on here? Where the door? My mind's going blank now I can't remember I don't know what the hell he's talking about What am I doing here? My mind's going blank now Where am I? I keep forgetting I'm present Where am I? no idea I don't think Break it down, yes. Joe The idea That's all natural. They didn't put the pauses in. The political coverage. I want to thank and recognize Dr. John, John King of the King of, of the I can't get this through. My mind's going blank right now. Right. Right. So like I said, everybody's given some talent. Uh, I genuinely cannot imagine the amount of work it takes to create something like that. Um, Even given the software tools to do it, I truly cannot imagine the commitment it takes to create something like that. But it does bring joy. You know, the same God who invented, um, allows evil to, 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 to exist, gives us the choice to also laugh at it. And part of the laughter can come from just plain bemusement, such as in a case like that, someone's talents amuse us, but also laughing in that Satan still thinks he can win. And man, want to keep him away from you? Remember to laugh because he can't. This is the Todd Herman Show. Please go be well, be strong, be kind. And would you give some thought? to any unfinished work that you have on behalf of the Lord.